Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Morning, everyone. So welcome to this fact that the world says all kinds of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right away, we're going to be praying. I'm going to read the scripture to us. First Timothy, please don't let go. He says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Praise the Lord. Today we're going to be praying for the leaders of the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. Um, during the Your Love World series that just ended, Pastor has been telling us and teaching us about the aspect of the scriptures that tells us we're going to be hearing wars and rumors of wars. Now that these things are directly linked to the coming of Christ, to the end of time, hallelujah. They also told us that even though we are hearing the, the Russia, the Ukraine drama, we are hearing the USB, we are going to step in, you know, it's also a form of distraction from the failure of the COVID-19 and the vaccines and the um, pandemic and everything. I'm going to especially pray for leaders of the nations today. Your your gov your governor, your president, your legislators, your lawmakers at this time. When they do not know what is actually going on and they find themselves involved in all these things. That wisdom Wisdom that works in them. Praise Lord. Wisdom that works in them. And they are separating themselves from things that they do not even understand. Praise Lord. They are separating themselves from it. They are not getting involved. We don't have presidents of states, you know, um, presidents of nations making wild, aimless uh, uh, declarations that. They don't even know what they are getting involved. Praise the Lord. Let us begin to pray. Praise the Spirit for your nations and nations around the world. Praise the Lord. You know, if you are involved in the rhapsody of realities, nation at this time. Hallelujah. They are not getting themselves involved in things that they do not understand. And the wisdom of God is guiding them. They have people around them that are telling them the truth. Hallelujah. Let us begin to pray. We are interceding for them at this time. Malikosu, Prakishu, Jamakarekos, 
Still 
We pray for the nation for Pietaria. Most especially the countries that are involved at this time. Nikosongarapaya, Russia, Ukraine, Crimea, Belarus, Parikosubrikitu Barakasataya, the United States, China, Makareko Subrikitu Pradakatila. The UK, Nikosa, Hela Krusta, Kapaleke, Usukratika, to Anteli Krusta, Aprakadila Hashta, Oraka Suplekishunambra, Dakata, Kabaya, Yetikoboroko, Sakatayala, Manda, Kashti, Katoli, and the Satakabaya, Holy Gaba Satakabaya. He says, The words, the rumors of words, they shall proceed no further. The wickedness against the different nations and the assaults against the nations, both financially and otherwise, making the, 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 the financial institutions of the nations of Russia of non value in the other countries. They have been attacked financially, and the nation attacking other nations physically and with their different ammunition. Lord, we say this wickedness could be no further. This Foolishness of leaders proceed no further. Nikro Sogre Dika Parokoste Kilakrosa Takabaya. Le Corondo Frika Sufra Kadilimunja Pakatilimundu. We declare peace in the nations of the earth because this is not a time for the Antichrist and therefore we refuse for his evil manipulations in the nations and with the leaders of the nations at this time to proceed any further. The nation belongs to God. The governments and the galaxies, every single bit, the peoples of the nations that belong to him. And we say this proceeds no further. We put an end to it, Makarasa Takabaya. For this is the day of the Lord, Maroko Shekinamanda Kabaya. Until his set time, the Antichrist will not come before his time. And we will not learn his injustice and his war as those are the nations of the earth before the time. We thank you because we hear us every time that we pray, O God. We worship you, we adore your holy name, God. We give you thanks, hallelujah, for these nations, hallelujah. You have your people in them. And yes, if not for anything because of those ones which you have in this nation, we say this wickedness and evil proceed no further. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome to be inspired by the world global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Amara for the opportunity to meet the saints of God in a time of intercessory prayer daily. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for, for the opportunity. I'm grateful. Right now, we're going into a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the rhapsody of reality segment. Over to you right now. Yes, Sister Grace. Do have a lovely weekend ahead. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for that session of prayer. And thank you so much, esteemed Amara, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship every day. Thank you so much, ma'am. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from. Welcome to another time of prayer. And fellowship with the Holy Ghost today. Just lift up your hands wherever you are and give Him praise. Thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit in us. Oh, Jacali, Banana Riba Siteke. Lord, we give you praise. We thank you. We thank you for your presence in our lives. Kasha Tala Bahai. Lord, you are good and your judgments ever true. We glorify you for all that you have done. Your power is great and your mercy is ever new, Lord. We glorify you for all that you have done. Lord, you are good, yes, and your judgment's ever true. We glorify you for all that you have done. Your power is great, and your mercy's ever new. We glorify you for all that you have done. Yes. We brought mountains down at the mention of your name, and the victories we won by the power of your word. All the mysteries you revealed, every word was right and true. You are perfect, God. Everything you do is good. You are perfect, Lord. Everything you do is good. We brought mountains down by the mention of your name, and the victories were won by the power of your word. All the mysteries you revealed, every word was right and 
and true. Yes, you are perfect, Lord. Everything you do is good. You are perfect, Lord. Everything you do is good. We brought mountains down. At the mention of your name and the victories we've won by the power of your word, all the mysteries that you revealed, every word was right and true. You are perfect, God. Everything you do is good. You are perfect, Lord. Everything you do is good. You are perfect, God. Everything you do is good. You are perfect, yes. Everything you do in the coastal cultural father. You are perfect. Everything you do. Yes, Lord, you're perfect and everything you do is good. God is who he says he is. Glory to God. Everything he does is good. Everything he does is good. Glory to God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace, for that amazing time of worship. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah, for the time of intercessory prayers. Glory to God. What a day. Today's Friday, the 25th of February, and I want to welcome you all to the daily devotion, the Inspired by the World Time of Devotion. We're grateful to have you here and we're going to have a great time together. Irrespective of where you're connected from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We're going to be taking the devotion together. Follow and trust the word is the title of today's devotional article. Follow and trust the word. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Romans 8 and verse 5. Are you ready for us to read together? So we're going to read from the first paragraph together. So wherever you are, let's read. One, two, three, go. The Bible tells us about the house of David and the house of Saul. You get a clear picture of their differences when you look at what happened in the days of David. As a young man after God chose him to be king while Saul was still alive. Saul had turned his back on God, and the older he got, the less he listened to God. Towards the ending part of his life, he'd even go to the witch of Endor. He was more concerned about what the people thought than what God thought. Saul wanted to kill David because he realized God's hand was was on David, and his dream to maintain a lasting dynasty was failing. But he didn't succeed. Finally, Saul died but his house continued to persecute David because of their selfish ambitions. 
That's why the Bible says there was a long war between the house of David and the house of Saul. Second Samuel 3 and verse 1. The house of Saul had become the house of the flesh, the house of sin and selfish ambitions. You could liken that to God's children today who, even though they were chosen by God, aren't listening to God anymore. As a child of God, you must walk in the wisdom of God. Be discerning. Let the spirit of God guide you. Follow and trust God's word. For therein lies your glory and victories in life. Let the word be the supreme authority by which you judge all things and your journey on the clear path of success, victory, and progress. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hmm. Wow. So much in today's devotional article, you know, um, it reminds me of a saying, um, I'm not sure who it was said to, you know, said, having started in the spirit, would you continue? Would you finish in the flesh? You know, um, many of us actually get started very good with God in the church. You know, um, everything is okay. You got born again, fell in love with Jesus. And um, you're excited about the things of God, excited about the Bible, excited about the word. Then the challenges of life begin to happen. You begin to experience different things. Maybe it gets to a point where your former friends are not comfortable with your faith and they begin to persecute you or treat you differently. Maybe everything was okay until you lost your job and the money you were using to take care of yourself or pay your school fees wasn't coming anymore. And then at that point, you begin to question if God is there, if this thing really works. If you listened to um, Winning the War Within, one of the messages in the last few days of the Project in Messenger Day, um, Pastor talked about coming to that space where you sometimes begin to ask yourself questions if God truly exists. <laughs> you ask yourself questions if this is all that there is. So sometimes you are even in a system where maybe the people who are doing the wrong things seem to get ahead faster. And then you ask yourself if the God way is the best way, not like he's the best way, if the God way is the fast way. You know, and we've had times when um, you might be tempted to want to look elsewhere rather than to God and to his word. But you see, the thing about anything that is not born of God and anything that is not born of the word is that it has a time frame. You know, I love something that the Bible said concerning the wicked. 
in many places, he said different things. There was a particular place where he said that he has given to the wicked the job of heaping up and living so that the righteous would enjoy. He also talked about the end of the wicked. He talked about who is a wicked person, by the way, you might want to ask. In the Old Testament and in the New Testament, you know, um, the word wicked is used. In the Old Testament, a wicked person was referred to as someone who um, was an unbeliever, alienated from God, um, especially when they were not Israelites. In the New Testament, um, a wicked person is someone who chooses anything else except walking in the word of God. You know, and um, you you don't want to get to that point <clears throat> in your life where you put the word aside and you begin to do things another way. Today's devotional article is telling us to follow and to trust the word. You know, when, when somebody is telling you follow something, it's telling you that there are times when you will feel like not following. When it's telling you trust in something, there are times when if you are not careful, doubts would arise. And, you know, my conclusion with um, the confusion about whether the word of God works or whether it doesn't work, how fast God responds and all of that, it, it, all those doubts, all those fears begin to arise when you stay away from the word, when you begin to fellowship with other things other than the word. You know, um, you must make up your mind as an individual that the word of God is the final authority concerning anything about life, concerning any area of your life and concerning your life as a whole. You know, you, you have doubts when you have options. You have considerations when there are actually options. When there are no options and this is the only thing that you know and the only thing that you have, there's no space for doubt. And you must walk in the word to the point where you are fully persuaded that the word works. Where you are fully persuaded that it is only the word that you can use, you have at your disposal to pilot your way through life. You're not trying the word to check if it works and if it doesn't work, we'll try something else. You know, when I hear that there are Christians who, you know, on Sundays go to church, then other days they go to consult maybe um, a native doctor, maybe um, um, uh, here a soothsayer, maybe um, someone a seer, you know, um, to get something else. Or those people who would give charms charms for promotion at work, charms for attracting someone into your life, charms for whatever it is. It might sound very funny and amazing to you guys, but I've heard of Christians who do it. And I've had to deal with <laughs> some cases that were involved that in such kind of matters. We see, um, it's dangerous 
Because if you collect something from the devil, it's going to pay you a visit. You know, the other day we said that the son of this world cometh, but he findeth nothing in me. If you hold something that belongs to the devil, he's going to come after you. If not now, soon. You know, uh, there was a day I was talking about the banking system of this world. You know, you take a loan, for instance, and I was saying that day that God's plan concerning our financial prosperity, in the real sense, especially as a business person, has nothing to do with loan. And if you're going to take loans, you have to be smart about it. You have to be in a space where you are getting more than you are giving. This is not a finance class, and I'm not going to go into that details. But in the original sense, as much as possible, you need to understand that God didn't plan for us to operate by loans. What's the loan system of this world? I give you money, and I expect not just the money back. I expect more than I gave you. And if you default, I will take something that belongs to you. Look at the whole structure of loans. I don't know, you know, even these days, there are these tiny, tiny, I, I, I haven't um, used them before and I'd never planned to use them, but I don't know how many of you have gotten some message, random messages from time to time that tell you that this person in your contact um, collected loan and has refused to pay back. And they use some very slanderous words, you know, very terrible words to to describe the person, how the person is a thief, how the person should not be trusted. And do you know that a few times I had found out how much these people borrowed? Some of them were less than 10,000 Naira, brothers and sisters. That's like $20. Some of them were less than 20,000 Naira. That's about $40. That is, in many of the cases, they were actually less than $50. But if you see the words that these guys will send a message to you as the WhatsApp contact of this person, telling you how terrible the person is, that is the spirit of the Antichrist. That is the spirit of the devil. He borrows you money and he's smiling when he's giving you the money. You default to pay, he will tell you who you are not. He will come after every single thing. But look at God. Look at God. What was his greatest gift to mankind, for instance? He gave us Jesus. Did we have to pay for Jesus? No. Even when we did not even have an idea about him as God or about the coming of Jesus, the sacrifice of his life and what it benefited to mankind. When we didn't know, when we didn't care, he gave us that gift. And that gift was waiting for us all along until the day we were convicted, until the day we came to believe in him and we accepted the gospel of Christ and accepted Jesus to live in our hearts. Still yet, he doesn't tell us, pay for it. As though that was not enough, he not tells us, I have another comforter that I can give you, the Holy Spirit, he comes to live inside of you. And then this spirit is to help you be a success in life. Nothing beats the gifts of God. 
No wonder the Bible says the gifts of God are without repentance. Do you know that even when you begin to misbehave as a Christian, God doesn't take away that which he has blessed you for? The trouble is that you actually open the door for the forces of evil to come after you. A lot of times, you know, um, 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 David said something. He said, he said um, before I was afflicted, I went astray. So he was saying that I had left the presence of God. I had left the place of my safety before I was afflicted. If you stay where you should stay, that is in the environment of the word. It doesn't matter what is thrown at you. Remember when the Bible talks about, um, 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 the, 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 he, he said, um, 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 uh, I'm trying to remember that scripture. I think it's Ephesians chapter six. And he was talking about the, I'm trying to remember the word that he used. Although the protective and defensive shield that he talked about the Christians, the, the Christian using, and he talked about there were, um, aside the one that is offensive, which is the word of God, he said the others are of a defensive shield. And he was talking about protecting yourself with the sword of the spirit. That, it's, that itself is an offensive um, shield. And he explained, you know, if you listen to the message where Pastor was explaining this different protective shields, and he was saying that a man that is at war, when you go to war, you don't just go with your bare body. You go with shield. He talked about the shield of faith. What is a shield? You know, a shield is that thing that, you know, if you've watched war movies before, you know, it's used to protect the forefront of the soldier, right? From um, about his face, um, 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 below his face to about his knee in most cases. And what that does is that if any time an arrow is shot at him, the armor protects him. He says, put on the whole armor. So he began to describe all the things that make up the armor. And the word of God, he calls it the sword of the spirit. He calls, the, he calls faith a shield. Imagine a soldier in the midst of the battlefield, all his mates are carrying shield and then he drops his shield. He'll be the first person to get the arrow. This is what happens to many Christians. You drop your faith. You drop your faith. He said, the just shall live by faith. He said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You cannot afford to drop your faith at any time. You cannot afford to lose faith. He says, faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So that means the word of God activates the shield of faith, yet the word is also a, an offensive shield by which we can go after the enemy. If you stay in the environment of the word, like David, you wouldn't have to wonder astray and affliction come. So I was saying that God's gift are without repentance. So a lot of times when you lose things because um, um, you, you, you are, uh, as a Christian, it's not because, oh, um, God is angry with me. Um, um, you say, oh, I fell sick. Um, um, God is punishing me for something wrong that I did. No, it's not that you did wrong. It's that you stayed wrong. It's that you stayed in that environment is that you were not quick. See, um, brothers and sisters, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Let me put it that way. And if you, as a Christian, you make mistakes, call yourself to other immediately. And because you have the Holy Spirit, he'll always convict you. He'll tell you, ah, 
John Alfana, this thing that you just did. Ah, oh, Holy Spirit, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. And you know that the forgiveness that God gave us is permanent. It's permanent. As you mature in the things of God, you realize that it's something that is automatically working. You just take advantage of it. So you see that God gives us things and never calls them back. The devil gives you something. He doesn't just want what he gave you. He wants everything, including your life. When you see the way these loan apps want, you see that they, are, they, 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 want, they basically want the person's life. On top of how much did the person borrow? So it is safe to choose the word and the word only. It is safe to be with God and with God only. If you go about trying to trust different things, you said, ah, let's have a plan B. This plan B is going to put you in one chance. Don't try it. A woman said she couldn't get pregnant and then she went to a witch doctor to give her a baby. If you carry the baby of the devil in your womb and you bring that baby into this world, what, 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 are you not the mother of the devil? Pastor in one of his messages shared about an eight-year-old child that a woman had gotten from the devil and how terrible she made the lives of her parents. Don't look for gifts from the devil. He doesn't give gifts. He doesn't give gifts. They are tools in disguise to destroy your life. You can trust the word of God absolutely as the only authority of your life and the word of God works. It works, it works, it works. Virtually every day, in this place or from time to time, you hear so many testimonies of the working of the word. You say, ah, Stamaka, it has not worked for me. You say, if God blesses your neighbor, it means he's in the neighborhood. And in no matter of time, he's going to be at your house. Keep trusting, keep declaring the word, keep believing in God because he's real and his word works. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to esteemed pastor Oinye for the next segment thank you so much god bless you praise the lord good morning good afternoon good afternoon good evening everyone depending on where you are connected from thank you the esteemed sister maka for the rhapsody section and for the privilege of taking the next segment we are going to go over to the Bible study segment of the devotion, and I'll take the further studies, then we'll take the confession. Praise the Lord. We're taking from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14, King James, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the stage of men and cunning craftiness, thereby they lie in wait to deceive. Romans chapter 8, 5 to 8, same King James. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because a carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot praise God. Praise the Lord. We're going to take the confession together. You don't have to omit your mic. Just repeat after me. The word of God is supreme authority by which I judge all things. My path is forever flooded with light because my mind is open to the word. 
and to the Holy Spirit for guidance, direction, and instruction. Therefore, I join you on the clear path of progress, victory, and success because I have the light of life. Praise the Lord. We're going to go over to the New Testament Bible reading, and we are taking from Mark chapter 7. We are taking the Passion's translation. We'll start from Mark 7 from 1. Caption, Jesus break religious traditions. One day, the Pharisees and certain religious scholars came from Jerusalem and gathered around Jesus. They were shocked to find that some of Jesus' disciples ate bread without first observing the Jewish rituals of hand washing before eating their meal. For the Pharisees, like all other Jews, will not eat without first performing a ritual of pouring water over their cupped hands to keep the tradition of the elders. Similarly, when returning from the marketplace, they ceremonially wash themselves before eating. They also observe many other traditions, such as ceremonially washing cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and religious scholars asked Jesus, why don't your disciples live according to the old age traditions passed down by our elders? They should first ceremonially wash their hands before eating. Jesus replied, you hypocrites, how accurately did Isaiah prophesy about your phonies when he said, these people honor me with their words while their hearts run far away from me. Their worship is nothing more than a carriage for they continue to insist that their man-made traditions are equal to the instructions of God. You abandon God's commandments just to keep man's rituals, such as ceremonially washing utensils, cup, and other things. Then he added, how skillful you have become in rejecting God's law in order to maintain your man-made set of rules. For example, Moses taught us, honor your father and mother, and whoever insults or mistreats his father or mother must be put to death. But your man-made rules allow a person to say to his parents, I have decided to take the support you were, you were counting on from me and make it my holy offering to God, and that will be your blessing instead. How convenient. The rules you teach exempt him from providing for his aged parents. Do you really think God will honor your tradition passed down to others, making up rules that nullify God's word? And you are doing many other similar things. Caption, Jesus explains what truly defies. Then Jesus called the crowd together again saying, hear my words, all of you, and take them to heart. What truly contaminates a person is not what he puts in his body, but what comes out. That's what makes a person defiled. When Jesus went back home, away from the crowd, his disciples acknowledged that they didn't understand the meaning of the parable and asked him to explain it. He answered them, are you as dull as the rest? Don't you understand that you are not defied by what you eat? For the food you swallow doesn't enter your heart, but it goes into your stomach, only to pass out in the sewer. This means all food are clean. He added, words and deeds, sorry, words and deeds pollute a person, not food. Evil originate from inside a person 
coming out of a human heart are evil schemes, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, treachery, debauchery, jealousy, slander, arrogance, and recklessness. All these corrupts, all these corrupt things emerge from within and constantly defile a person. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's um, Bible reading. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John for the Old Testament. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night, depending on where you are called from. You are connected. Praise God. So we're reading the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan right now. And I'd like to say a big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this privilege. Uh, I'll just continue reading while we wait for the scriptures to be shared on the screen. Today we're reading Leviticus 26 and 27. And verse 1, you must have no idols. You must never worship carved images, obelisks, or shaped stones. For I am the Lord your God. <clears throat> you must obey my Sabbath laws of rest and reverence, my tabernacle, for I am the Lord. If you obey all of my commandments, I will give you regular rains, and the land will yield bumper crops, and the trees will be loaded with fruits long after the normal time, and grapes will, be, will still be ripening when sowing time comes again. You shall eat your field and live safely in the land, for I will give you peace, and you will go to sleep without fear. I will chase away the dangerous animals. You will chase your enemies. They will die beneath your swords. Five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you ten thousand. You will defeat all of your enemies. I will look after you and multiply you and fulfill my covenant with you. You will have such a surplus of crops that you won't know what to do with them when the new harvest is ready. And I will live among you and not despise you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you shall be my people. For I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, so that you would be slaves no longer. I've broken your chains so that you can walk with dignity, if you will not listen to me or obey me, but reject my laws, this is what I will do to you. I will punish you with sudden terrors and panic and with tuberculosis and burning fever. Your eyes shall be consumed and your life shall be shall away. You will sow your crops in vain, for your enemies will eat them. I will set my face against you and you will flee before your attackers. Those who hate you will rule you. You will even run when no one is chasing you. 
And if you still disobey me, I will punish you seven times more severely for your sins. I'll break your proud power and make your heavens as iron and your earth as bronze. Your strength shall be spent in vain, for your land shall not yield its crops, nor your trees their fruits. And even if, and if even then, and if even then you will not obey me and listen to me, I will send you seven times more plagues because of your sins. I will send wild animals to kill your children and destroy your cattle and reduce your numbers so that your roads will be deserted. And if even this will not reform you, but you continue to walk against my wishes, then I will walk against your wishes. And I, even I, will personally smite you seven times for your sin. I will revenge the breaking of my covenant by bringing war against you. You will flee to your cities. I will send a plague among you there, and you will be conquered by your enemies. I will destroy your food supply so that one oven will be large enough to bake all the bread available for ten entire families, and you will still be hungry after your pittance has been doled out to you. It's 27. And if you still won't listen to me or obey me, then I will let loose my great anger and send you seven times greater punishment for us. You shall eat your own work, your own sons and daughters, and I will destroy the altars on the hills where you worship your idols, and I will cut down your incense altars, leaving your dead bodies to rot among your idols, and I will abhor you and make your cities desolate and destroy your places of worship and will not dis respond to your incense offerings. Yes, I will desolate your, dis desolate your land. Your enemies shall live in it, utterly amazed at what I have done to you. I will scatter you out among the nations, destroying you with war as you go. Your land shall be desolate and your cities destroyed. Then at last, the land will rest and make up for many years. You refuse to let it lie idle. For it will lie desolate all the years that you are captives in enemy's land. Yes, then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbath. I'll make up for the rest you didn't give it every seven years. Every, every seventh year, when you lived upon it, and for those who are left alive, I'll cause them to be dragged away to distant lands as prisoners of war and slaves. There they will live in constant fear. The sound of a leaf driven in the wind will send them fleeing as though chased by a man with a sword. They shall fall when no one is pursuing them. Yes, though none pursue, they shall stumble over each other in flight, as though fleeing in battle, with no power to stand before their enemies. They shall perish among the nations and shall be destroyed among your enemies. Those left shall pine away in enemy lands because of their sins. The same sins as those, as those of their fathers. But at last, they shall confess their sins and their fathers' sins of treachery against me. Because they were against me, I was against them. I brought them into the land of their enemies. When, I, when at last their evil hearts are humbled and they accept the punishment, I, was, I send them for their sins. And I will remember again my promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I will remember the land and its desolation. For the land shall enjoy its Sabbath as it lies desolate. But then, at last, they shall accept their punishment for rejecting my laws. And for despising my rule. But despite all they have done, I will not utterly destroy them. And my covenant with them, for I am Jehovah their God. For their sakes, I will remember my promises to their ancestors to be their God, for I brought their forefathers out of Egypt 
as all the nations watched in wonder. I am Jehovah. These were the Lord's ordinances and instructions that Jehovah gave to the people of Israel through Moses on Mount Sinai. Leviticus chapter 27. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel that when a person makes a special vow to give himself to the Lord, he shall give these payments instead. A man from the age of 20 to 60 shall pay $25. A woman <clears throat> a woman from the age of 20 to 60 shall pay $15. A boy from 5 to 20 shall pay $10. A girl, $5. Remember, we are reading the Living Bible. So those figures are actually approximate <laughs> as at the time this was written. Praise God. So um, there was no $25 in the original script. Okay, verse six. A boy, one month to five years old, shall have paid for him two and a half dollars. A girl, one and a half dollars. A man over 60 shall pay seven and a half dollars. A woman, five dollars. But if the person is too poor to pay this amount, he shall be brought to the priest. And the priest shall talk it over with him and shall pay as a priest shall decide. Ah, uh -huh. that is so considerate. But if it is an animal that is vowed to be given to the Lord as a sacrifice, it must be given. The vow may not be changed. The donor may neither change his mind about giving it to the Lord, nor substitute good for bad or bad for good. If he does both the first and the second, if he does both the first and the second shall belong to the Lord. But if the animal given to the Lord is not a kind that is permitted as a sacrifice, the owner shall bring it to the priest to value it, and it shall be told how much to pay instead. If the animal is a kind that may be offered as a sacrifice, but the man wants to redeem it, then he shall pay 20% more than the value set by the priest. If someone donates his home to the Lord and then wishes to redeem it, the priest will decide its value, and the man shall pay that amount. Plus 20%, the house, and the house will be his, it will be his again. If a man dedicates any part of his field to the Lord, value it in proportion to his size, as indicated by the amount of seed required to sow a section of land that requires 10 bushels of value seeds for sowing is valued at $25. If a man dedicates his field in the year of Jubilee, then the whole estimate shall stand. But if it is after the year of Jubilee, then the value shall be in proportion to the number of years remaining until the next year of Jubilee. If the man decides to redeem the field, he shall pay 20% in addition to the priest's valuation, and the field will be his again. But if he decides not to redeem the field, or if he has sold the field to someone else and has given to the Lord his rights to it at the year of Jubilee, it shall not be returned to him again. When it is freed in the year of Jubilee, it shall belong to the Lord as a field devoted to him, and it shall be given to the priest. If a man dedicates to the Lord a field he has bought, but which is not part of his family possession, priest shall estimate the value until the year of Jubilee and shall immediately give what that estimated value to the Lord. And in the year of Jubilee, the field shall return to the original owner. From whom it was bought, and all the valuations shall be stated in the standard, standard name. 
You may not dedicate to the Lord the firstborn of any ox or sheep, for it is already his. But if it is the firstborn of an animal that cannot be sacrificed, because it is not on the list of those acceptable to the Lord, then the owner shall pay the priest's estimate of his works plus 20%. Or if the owner does not redeem it, the priest may sell it to someone else. However, anything utterly devoted to the Lord, people, animals, or inherited fields shall not be sold or redeemed, for they are most holy to the Lord. No one sentenced by the court to pay a fine instead. He shall surely be put to death. A tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain or fruit, is the Lord's and is holy. If anyone wants to buy back this fruit or grain, he must add a fifth to his value. And the Lord owns every tenth animal of your herds, our flocks, and other domestic animals as they pass by for counting. Tents given to the Lord shall not be selected on the basis of whether it is good or bad, and there shall no be there shall be no substitutions. Hmm. If there is any change made, then both the original and the substitution shall belong to the Lord and may not be bought back. These are the commandments that the Lord gave to, the, to Moses for the people of Israel on Mount Sinai. Praise God. The Lord bless the written of his word in Jesus' name. Now I hand over to Stimber Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much, Estimbra. John, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation and the communion. Praise God. We start the affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, your name first, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I will kindly ask you to please unmute your mics as we take our affirmation at the count of three. One, two, three. Amen. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation I'm <laughs> 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 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of today's meeting. Glory to God. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Oh, hallelujah. Kuska Kalinda Kaido Kuska Thrakunski Jovrande Krapaturia. Libo goes gaze gaze gavrande kriso fraklo groski jofrande klabradoria ta pakanda kakadaria di ekinda kakaduri kibundia pukunda kukudrakada pregadila krakanda segradi. The goes guys gadaligos oshkati cross kong fratoso fratoso fraktovski pregadila kathrakati jalamondo rogobosi kababaya. You have gone back and forth for that visa and it seems like you've been denied. Everything is perfect now. Everything is perfect now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, yes. Every document, every favor, every grace, perfected by the power of the Holy Ghost. For I receive of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Praclus, Telai, Telai, Degus, Alinda, Cross, Osh, Kati, Melagros, Om, Frak, Lidon, Sasatio, Sasatio, Greater Kuski, Juvre, Delicta, Drian, Talecta, Likos, Gos, Gata, Bragadilla, Kavrati. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the body of Christ that was broken for us. We thank you. And we do this in remembrance of what he did for us, of his vicarious death and resurrection. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we want to say thank you for who you are, for what you do. Thank you. We give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh, Shonda Labarugotori and dear. After the same manner, also, he took the cup when he has sucked. Saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This is the year of us to drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the Lord's death. Say, so he come. Ta, gada, likra, da, grida. Ha, klokron, da, skei. Ah, to so soon teki da, haka, digi, da. Ha, klokron, to skei. Jekatali, gatali, antijela, peregadila, ha, kroskowski. Glory to God. You know, um, to skei, gelebrang, da, skei, da, skei, da, skei, da. Ah, kuzanto, ligra, digla, ha, to skei. Whose report would you believe? Would you believe the doctor's report that says you will not have a child? 
And would you believe the report of the Lord, the report of the word of God that says you will give birth? That says you will have your child, your children, like the Hebrew woman, meet supernatural childbirth. Those reports, would you believe? Would you believe the report that says, hey, you must go through that operation? That thing must be cut out of your body through medical process. Or do you believe in the word of God that says by his tribe you are healed? Whose report do you believe? Nega nega nagaduri and tailantes. Glory to God. I bring you good news today. The Bible says, when the Lord turned around the captivity of Zion, we are like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our voices burst forth with singing. And yes, I tell you today that that situation has been turned around. That situation has been turned around. You will never go through that crisis again. <clears throat> never again, never again. As you take this cup, affirm it. You will never go through that. Never again, never again, never again. Go ahead and take the cup. Never again, never again. Yes, it came to pass. It came to pass. It came to pass. The Bible says when the disciples returned with the Lord Jesus Christ, they said to him, Lord, Master, look, that fig tree which thou causest withers away. It had withered. That situation that has held you, that you have thought about and you have cried, you have prayed, and then you look again and you can't find it because it is gone. It is gone from your body from this day by the power of the Holy Ghost. Sarah was 90 years old and they said to her, people were laughing at her. But then when she gave birth, when she had a child, she said, Lord, remember when the Lord told her she was going to have a child, when the Lord told Abraham, she laughed initially. And then when she had a child, she laughed again and said, Lord, you have caused me to laugh. And all those that hear will laugh with me. They will hear and they will laugh with you. They will hear and they will rejoice for the Bible says that he prepares a table before you in their presence. So they will hear of the goodness of God in your life and they will laugh with you. It begins now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. 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 We give you praise in Jesus' name. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Samaka for this wonderful privilege. At this point, I'll hand over to the esteemed pastor in here to take us through the remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and sure you have a wonderful day. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, esteemed brother Martins. Okay. Glory to God. We are going over to the coming um, celebration segments. Hallelujah. 
if today is your first time we want to meet with you kindly go to the chats um state your name where you are connected from and who invited you if today is your birthday birthday of your loved one anniversary anything you are celebrating we want to celebrate with you and we want to rejoice with you kindly go to the chat room and let's get let's start the celebration glory to god we are waiting for the birthdays just in case today is the uh, 5th of february <laughs> glory to god hallelujah birthdays 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 wedding anniversary whatever it is you want us to celebrate with you kindly go to the chat room and let us celebrate if today is your first time please kindly go to the chat room and write your name let us know where you are connected from and who invited you who want to meet with you thank you all right okay jennifer says today is my today is my whose birthday but her name is alawani you didn't say who but happy birthday to alawani um that's from sister jennifer sister zenab says today is my friend's birthday but solomon happy birthday esteem but solomon god's blessings now and always Elmelda says, today is my birthday, birthday of my brother, Pastor Rene, and the birthday of my friend, Roger. Happy birthday to the three of you. Wow. Happy birthday. God's blessings now always. Okay, Jennifer says, Aluwani is her friend. Happy birthday, Aluwani. God's blessings now and always. Um. If today is your first time, please, we want to meet with you. We want to pray with you. And we want to welcome you into the family of the Inspired by the World Daily Devotional. Please go to the chat room and let's meet with you. All right. Um, I'm going to hand over to the esteemed brother Martins to pray for the celebrants. Thank you. Oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hasi shufrak lirong sakra di gros ethrong lishto pra tegida hakadori in tegiz hastas. Mreyan tekum drak liyan di jele pukro toski prakidiye hastij. Liros agrong ske zovrende glerita. Lagradita korivan do jele giganta krasikro dori and dij. Milag de ankros ankros sakadari and digo frak ligrons akta koka priyagaskish. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for all our celebrants this day. We thank you for your love over them. Yes, these ones will rejoice in your love. They will rejoice in your grace. They will rejoice because they are favored on every side by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for it is promotion for them without any form of Yes, it is promotion for them without any form, any form, any kind of, of them getting to that level. They don't need to submit any CV. They don't need to, you know, no kind of appraisal whatsoever. They are promoted. 
Bali coproclaim Jehovah. Then we break protocols to give them promotions by the power of the Holy Ghost. Own takab de Galia, Kurakli, Jovrepta Ligra, Angrosoprati. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Happy birthday to all our celebrants and congratulations on the new level. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, time is fast spent. At this point, I would kindly ask everyone to please unmute your mics as we share the grace in fellowship. Please kindly unmute your mics. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the Holy Spirit, is with us. Amen. 